0: And we're live. Howdy, folks. John here. Coming to you live, folks. I'm in the uh, city of Detroit, Michigan, looking outside. Um, it looks like I'm actually on top of the GM building. I think top floor. The view is insane. I can see the Caesars Palace. I can see it all from here. Um, it's a pretty good day today. You know, we're starting to transition into the the springtime, which, uh, you know, Pisces season. My birthday is in March, so um, send your Rolexes and Patek Philippe's my way. But a you know, special guest here today. He's a friend of mine. He's a, you know vintage collector, vintage seller. Um, he's a nice guy. He's a good guy. He's a happy guy. Folks, we have Mr. Jack Harrigan, also known as the owner and creator of Happy Jack Vintage. Good evening, Jack. How are you, my guy?
1: Hello, John. Thank you very much for having me today. I'm very excited to get into it. Uh, talk some clothes, talk some things. People, places, good people, times. places,
0: things, drip. Um, All that needs to be talked s- about. Speaking of drip, those are the um, on your feet. Let's give folks a quick visual. We have the those are the Stussy Air Force ones. It's like a canvas duck yes. material. Yes,
1: very nice canvas. I've uh, been one of my go-tos right it's now. It's got a little
0: pull strap on the back, right?
1: Yeah, I just got the. Or, um, oh, it's a
0: little like wow. Those are actually cool.
1: Yeah, some new colorway, right? Yeah, they got the black, and then I just got the tan ones been my go-tos lately.
0: Oh, what are those, a nine, nine and a half, nine five? Nine. Oh, okay. Nine. Oh, nine, okay. I feel you. So, you know, Jack, let's, let's, um, I guess, rewind a little bit and you can kind of give folks an introduction on, on how you got started with, with clothes or what kind of sparked your eye into saying, wow, like, that's cool. And um, how did that go about?
1: Yeah, we can start off with that. So, yeah, yeah, um, fair. for those who don't know, my name is Jack Harrigan. Um, I sell and collect vintage clothing, as well as um, at points produce my own clothing with upcycled vintage garments. Um, So I guess to start off on my clothing journey, uh, I was always into clothes and sneakers since I was a wee lad. Um, I always just was drawn to them more than other things. Um, In high school, I started off, you know, Getting the Supreme drops, the sneaker drops, Palace, Bape, all the latest Hype Beast wear, slinging that off for some cash while um, at the same time, like doing some thrifting, getting some pieces for myself, uh, starting to sling those pieces as well. You know, going to the sneaker events, posting up, selling that type of stuff, doing all that Hype Beast stuff. Um, and then as time went on, I just really. I really came to realize, like, uh, the vintage was just a lot cooler, and um, I just kind of like acquire just, your garments. Yeah, as basically
0: time goes, and then okay, you learn about this garment, and then okay, that's cool. Um, it's it's kind of dope because if you look, if I rewind like to the high school self of me and copying some garments here, some garments there, and then learning, it's all a learning process. At the end of the at the end of the day, because you can only learn so much with experience and when you own these pieces when you smell them touch them wear them trade them buy them sell them mm-hmm. you kind of get that connection you can learn and then you can kind of share that knowledge and then do this and that so i kind of see your perspective on that
1: yeah so i guess like dealing with like the babe palace and supreme like those streetwear brands like obviously like they're cool like you see the cool logos and then you like kind of look deeper into it and you kind of realize that like These bigger companies, these brands are drawing from vintage archives. Like, they're all taking inspiration from these old, worn, raggedy shirts. Graphics and and they even, like,
0: you know, some obviously some, you know, streetwear manufacturers, they would um, not, I wouldn't, you know, you could say steal ideas and stuff, but I guess it's more on the concept of taking inspiration from artists because at the end of the day bro you know this damn well everything has already been done you know oh, what i'm saying 100%. no matter what like if somebody everything makes has... a cool like dude if somebody makes like a crazy um painting that's like abstract it's like my guy there's people that have been doing that in the 1940s and 50s like well during world war there like some crazy stuff you know so it's you know it's kind of it, it just it is what it is you know most things have already been done look at furniture design and uh garments sneakers everything's already kind of been done it's um on some how can you bring it back re-archive how can you bring back those vibes that yeah palace has done you know supreme and babe kind of brought back that era of whatever they were trying to achieve so um i think it's still you know it's cool though
1: yeah i think it's cool because um i don't know yeah definitely i would say that in streetwear and fashion and like A lot of times it is a reference I wouldn't know I don't know if I'd call it stealing a lot of times but like people are always looking uh, people are always watching and it's kind of cool like you just pick and pull from what you're what you are into what you dig at that certain time and making it your own um, putting your spin on it um. exactly I love how you just said that because kind of my style today
0: is kind of based off inspiration of what I stuff I've seen in movies or newspapers or books. From um, I'm like into a lot of the the World War Two era garments and what were the mil- what were the soldiers wearing when they were issued during combat during World War Two and the 45 and and on some 1945, 44, 43 on some ding. Like I want to wear what they're wearing because that looks crazy. And I I just, you know, just do your research and then like see, wow, okay, these boots are from World War II. I can't find them. There are none, you know, or they're in museums. But who has manufactured this boot based off the specifications of this from this era? And obviously, you know, you can't wear something clothing-wise. It's going to just might break down because it's so damn old. So, all right, you can repurpose, bring it
1: back, re-archive that
0: era and still have the same feel as like a garment from like the 40s or so
1: yeah and i think that's really cool that you say that and that you do that because like while you are like taking inspiration i think everyone does that and it's cool because you can take um so you're so say you're going for a certain style and you like really are looking up to a certain style or something and you like try that style and you might not like how that exact style looks on you or has a fit on you, you can take like aspects of that style mix and, match. and mix and match into one style, and that finds your best fit and your best style at the time, which is pretty neat.
0: Yeah, cause like if you like some, you know, cause a lot of people, you know, it's you got all right, you got your your light wash vintage Levi's, you know, I think that's cool with a brand new top from 2019 or 20. You know what I'm saying? So you can pair your your vintage denim with with the with a newer season top and then shoes, whatever. So definitely mix match and pair and pair. It's what works best for you. You know what I'm saying? You might take inspiration from that fit and then look at another photo and then pair those two together. And that's what you call life.
1: Yeah. I think it is important to just taking all those pieces and making it your own and also like not wearing things or pieces because they're expensive or because other people are wearing them. If they don't fit you, um, like fit your, fit your style or whatever it's not going to look as good and you just you don't want to be out here looking looking Goofy. like a Goofy. No, <laughs> it's
0: just I mean obviously I mean we it's just a day and age we live, you know, we're on our phones. Obviously the phone is a very powerful tool and we're looking at these The garments. Phone is bad. <laughs> it's 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 a yin and a yang, I'll say that. Um you can do a lot of good and you can do a lot of bad and you can waste a lot of time or you can do a lot of stuff doing good time, but um that's for another episode. <laughs> um but you're looking at all these people you're scrolling you're looking at these photos of what people are wearing and and it could be sad at times or it could be super happy at times and and you're looking and looking like wow like um you're looking at you're you know absorbing all these garments and information how people um put themselves together and see how these garments and they're trying to tell a story with what you're wearing you know a lot of people say oh don't judge a book by its cover but guess what when I'm at the John King books, I'm looking. I'm looking at the covers. You know what I'm uh, saying? It's just that's just how it is. You know, it's um, people have eyes and they see what other people are wearing, and and then they can draw a conclusion based off of what garments are on your body or how you present yourself or how it's fit. That's just life. That it is what it is. It is and that's people how can it disagree, but at the end of the day, if you're walking on a street and you see a Joe Schmo and you're looking at all these fits and stuff, you're looking at what they're wearing and kind of. In your brain, you're making you know not an assumption. You're not judging this person, but you're taking some sort of inspiration. There's a there's a good um, quote that, that that Jim Jim Raw Jim Roth says. He's a speaker from like the '70s and '80s. And um, take every experience or every visualization, whether it's good or bad, and learn from it. You know what I'm saying? So whether it's something that you see is good or bad, fit wise, you know. Take that, absorb it, and that's an experience right there. So you learn in the future.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've always loved people watching, and obviously, the first thing I always look at is people's outfits, what they're wearing, their shoes. And you can, you can tell a lot in a good way. Like people think that's like a bad thing. No, no, no.
0: Oh, like I'm looking at his fit. It's like no, that's like not. Like I'm not fit checking you. I'm just like yeah, checking your fit. fit. And it's not in a bad way. It's on some dang like you put. You know something that I don't know, and I'm interested. I want to learn whether it might not look good visually for a split second, but I'm like thinking, wait, maybe, maybe he's on to something, something, he knows something that I don't, you know what I'm saying? So I like how you said that because it's, we're not, you know, we're not thinking this in a bad way. Maybe that other, that person knows something that we don't know, or they're, they're, they're thinking a certain, they pieced it up because they got an inspiration from something else and they're going for this look. So I'm kind of glad you brought that up because
1: I feel like that needs to be said. Yeah, I would definitely agree. And it's cool. Like to see, um, Across age groups, across um, different cities. Um, there's just so many different styles that can be absorbed and that you can play around with. That's why it's cool. Styles obviously constantly evolving. Um, your own style, the style around you, what you see, what might be big on Instagram, um, what might be good, might be, uh, sorry, might be big on like a GQ or like a complex. Um, there's just so many different outlets where you can take style inspiration from and put your own spin on it or don't put your spin on it and just get inspiration elsewhere style it can just be drawn from a lot whether it be like you said movies books architecture food anything literally anything, anything. I mean, food, literally anything. Food network
0: you watch the news and see something but there definitely is like like what's you know when people say oh what's in you know what i'm saying like what's cool now what's the style now it's a couple years ago you know it was Every, like, let's take for example, let's take lower let's take bottoms, you know what I'm saying? Skinny jeans were it. If your leg opening was like over seven or six point five, you were scrubbed. You were a baggy all weird stuff and you had to wear it. Back in like this was early high school, you know, and skinny jeans was it. If you wasn't wearing the skinny jeans and then, then you were bummed. You know what I'm saying? And look at it now, everybody's um, you know, straight fit, mid to high rise, eight, nine inch leg opening, cuff um flood show the sock that's what's in you know what i'm saying and if you just like s- not even that long ago that was like frowned i don't know it was like crazy like in in a, in, a, in speaking in the sense of 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 mainstream media i would i should say there but no it's crazy and then like all right what's next you know what's the future and it's it repeats it just repeats and repeats but i don't know it's crazy
1: Yeah, it's just crazy how it's constantly changing. There's so many, like, there's just always something new. Whether it be the newest sneaker, the newest pair of slacks that people are wearing, jewelry, fucking little Uzi just encrusted a diamond in his forehead. Ridiculous. (laughs) Crazy. I mean, come on. What's going on? But
0: um, I've, you know, I've been there. You know, I'm speaking for myself real (laughs) quick, but... You shoved the diamond in your... No, 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 I'm sorry. (laughs) Not speaking on that aspect, but... That sounds awesome though I'll put a dime, I'll put a watch in my wrist since I always can, I can always tell the time but um, like, like you said there's always something new and that's like so much to absorb and in this day and age, the life we live nowadays you got to know what you like and you got to know what you don't like. you know what I'm saying So you have to to get to that point you have to experiment with everything across the board you know when it comes to clothing and and then figure out what you like and what you don't like based off, you know,
1: whatever you're feeling, but yeah. And I think the coolest part about that is like being in clothing and like being like really into style and fashion, you know that like when you're buying these new clothes and this new type of style that you're trying, you know, that you're, you're paying off for these pieces, but you know, you can sell these pieces like when you're done with that certain style, you can sell it, get something new that you're looking at. That's why, that's what I really like. Exactly. About it. Yeah. Um, that's a good point because
0: in my eyes I see, I'm a relatively frugal person, I know. Um, how I know what to buy and I know what not to buy in the in the sense of how is this item going to appreciate in value? Is it going to de- depreciate? Am I will, am I able to get my money back in the future down the line? Um, you know, will this garment pay dividends? You know what I'm saying? So buying some buying something and then okay, I can wear it for a while and then all right, let me sell it get my money back and then move forward
1: and buy this and that. So that's why like I just it will blow my mind forever um the surplus the surplus of clothes that you're gonna find at thrift shops that are so so radical and people will just day in and go day out wake up go to the H&Ms go to the forever 21s it, yeah, go to the ASOS's and they'll just me. get these get these irks me man. danky little pieces horrible for the environment wear them for a couple weeks and they're just going to fall apart and they're going to throw them away. And it just blows my mind. Uh, it's, it's it's quite a thing. It's angers me.
0: You know, it's very, um, it's, it, it hurts me, dude. It's honestly, because every down to my socks, I got warranty on my socks. That's how, that's how like precise I must be with how I spend my dollar on garments, you know? And I hate, I personally do not condone, buying brand new stuff that's like produced in countries that are that are um just overall bad ethically bad you know an ethic is is a whole term in and of itself but if it's ethically bad i don't want to condone it and i don't want to purchase it but if you're purchasing a new garment let's say like a leather jacket that's made in the usa um made ethically and um they pay good wage you know I'm willing to spend that amount knowing that my yeah. money is going to a good place.
1: Yeah, that's different that's definitely different than like these quote unquote fast fashion. Like if you're really into a brand and they're putting out good product, uh, you know and where it's coming from. It's awesome. That's cool. you know, I can dig that. That's I would say that's but don't different. buy a shirt and wear it for three days and then throw it in the no, garbage no, no. and then go back and buy it again. It's no, different. no, no. That's not my that's not I just problem. love um just buying some old old threads are just way cooler to me because like, oh, someone wore this maybe two people wore it maybe three people wore it. it's it got a story like it's been around the block. like someone was strutting in this someone maybe did something cool in this shirt and now i own it and now i get to tell a story with it and add miles to this shirt or these pants or these shoes which is really cool to me it's like a, a quote like the sisterhood of the traveling pants or something like that i don't a even what? know <laughs> you know the sisterhood of the traveling pants when the girls share the pants. Oh, oh, okay. okay.
0: I, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I'm not, I'm not hip, bro. I'm going to keep it 100. I'm not hip. Give me a quick... I'm not hip. I'm uh, not keep it, I don't I'm know keep too much. I just,
1: I just know that that was a movie. I think... But the pants... you talking
0: Terabithia types. I
1: don't know, bro. The pants were traveling. I don't know where they were going, but the you're pants were like on the, the move. The pants were stiff. <laughs> 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 you know, you know, the yeah. Jimmy Neutron episode with the stiff pants are like floating and, and shit. Nah, but i seen it. i seen on the internet. People been putting some denim they get it soaking wet and then they put it in the freezer and then they just throw it in the air and it like stands up on its own or, um, that's they, pretty funny yeah, i've
0: seen people that they, they spray um starch like iron starch and like just starch the hell out of the pants and they they're stiff as a bare bone rock and they just like sit there flowing. oh i guess
1: this is since we're talking about pant and spraying stuff what do you I guess I'm going inter- switch ask you switch a quick the, question. Uh, hey, man. How do you feel about, um like, the whole, like, people, like, doing bleach dyes, like, DIYs, making their own stack pants, uh, distressing, uh, like, the bleach dyes again. Yeah, tie-dyes. Bleach all that dyes, like,
0: stuff. repurposing garments or, like, adding five pair of Levi together in patches and all that?
1: Yeah. That, yeah I mean, or there's two that that different... Sense, or, like, tie-dyeing and like, bleach. I don't know. There's, like the, quote so, on, like, the basic, like, you're getting a... Crew neck from Walmart, giving it a bleach dye, oh. walking around. Or, like, you're getting two pairs of denim from Walmart, cutting Splitting them in half, in the half and making and them
0: stacked. Okay. Um, it's, not, I, it's not my cup of tea, you know what I'm saying? But I, I was at a point where I was kind of cutting and sewing garments together. Like, I would take, like, an old flannel, an old polo flannel, and I would take a huge pair of Levi's, like, in a size 44, and cut the back since the back would be so wide. I could fit it on the whole rear of the shirt, and I would sew it together, and then like have the raw hems hang out, and I would just wear oh, it. Oh yeah, people that's would good say, stuff. People would say, "Yo, that's crazy!" And I would sign it like the "What's John special?" and then date it, and then throw it in the closet. Yeah, I and think sell had, it on grill like five years didn't later. Didn't you
1: and hadn't you and Tony done um, that collection of like '80s tees that you had dyed? Tony had did that. Yeah, he uh, like kind of curated some.
0: I don't know what. It it was, it was kind of funny, but. Um, for like the Amazon rainforest stencil kind of cure. He made a custom stencil and then kind of spray painted it. But I like that though. I think it's like if you're putting your hands on these garments and actually doing putting a personalized touch, I think it's cool. Um, but as for my style today, I'm the exact opposite. I like, a like, um, a raw denim that's stiff as a bag of rocks. That's brand new unwashed. So as you wear it, um, they conform to your body and they start fading mm-hmm. the way you use them, you know? So.
1: That's why I like Carhartt's cool because it always wears nice. Yeah.
0: In, the new Carhartt's so crisp, dude. And you really gotta, I'm telling you, you really gotta give gotta, that Carhartt um, some
1: work. It's a working you gotta, jacket. I mean,
0: at the end of the day, it's, it's, bro, it's a triple, like every, most of their garments are like triple stitched. They're jackets and pants. So they're actually made for like, you know it's yeah cuz i was utilitarian goods
1: actual, i was working soft. up there uh, this past year and i was working up yeah, there in um so i would be in there and these guys older gentlemen like some definitely some workers they'd they be coming with their big they'd old come books. in with their jackets and they're just they're these, not
0: doing this for fashion this is just like I work know. stuff just
1: work they're coming in with these jackets just Beat to threads, and they're like, "Yeah, I've had this for forty years." Damn. And like, oh, I'm wait, need, that, I no, need a new you got to
0: say how much I'll
1: buy it. For I 40. say that they're like, "I'm gonna throw this one away." I was like, "Oh, like, can I, can I have that one?" You just got a new one. They're like, "Ah, you don't want this. This is all, no, 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 this no is sir, all worn Give me down. that jacket. And at the same time, you got these, these eighteen-year-old, they're spending kids. a buck fifty on car. <laughs> and it blows my mind because where that stuff comes from is like. I think it's awesome, though. I really think it's cool. I, I mean, love Workwear. Tr- that's, that's Michigan pride right there. Yeah, Car- Workwear I mean, is awesome.
0: That's like, bro, that's like, you know, from Dearborn, Michigan, which is like, that's kind of insane, dude. And like, that's such a, bro, crazy brand. Obviously, you got your Carhartt Whip, which is out for your your, your European folks, but, which is dope. Pretty expensive, but, you know, I've, I've owned some pieces for the, for and the, the garments pieces. are cool. Um, But they're real deal. Like, the Japanese folks, they... A yeah, real Carhartt man, they'll pay an arm and a oh, yeah. leg and they, they love it, man. Like the real, real workwear, like the, the real raggedy stuff. And we you know we've all had our fair share of of Carhartt flips,
1: you know. Every time so you some post something, amounts. every time you post any Carhartt on ungrailed anywhere, that shit gets picked up quick. Yeah, people are looking. They, yeah, and like some, yeah, these
0: folks, especially bro, you got some paint, some knee blowouts. A raw ham, some paint splatter, bro. The paint splatter automatically plus fifty dollars. Knee holes plus twenty-five. Like, bro, you just add it, add it, add it. You add it to the cart. You got a gunshot. You, you got a gunshot hole, oh, over. You're looking at a buck seventy-five, you stack bro. I've sold, for those. bro. I've picked up double um Carhartt, double knee dungarees. You know, you know. Beat to bones, paint splatter. I'm talking neat blowouts in the kneecaps. Half the half the freaking um, double knee is gone. It's a
1: 1.5 knee at this point. Buck 75. People go buck crazy 50. and shout out it to, up for like what 250 at the Value World. Shout out to Unsound Rags for that. They've done a very nice job of like making. I think that they are definitely one of like the, the way they showcase the product. Yeah, they do uh, yeah, it very good. The page. They definitely like. Um, if anyone's not familiar, unsound rags on Instagram, um, LA, native, LA or LA folks. Um, they like post a lot of workwear and like, it's really cool to see the pieces that they come across because there is some cool, some cool blown out Carhartt. It just looks nice, nice feel, nice wear. That sun fade is the sun gorgeous, fade. man. I that's had, like tough to. That's like dang. That's I like had high. tried. I was in, I was in Florida this time last year when quarantine first started, and I had. Uh, I would release my first line of my, uh, Happy Jack sweaters, which were all printed on vintage blanks, and I was just in the sun all day, and I had some lying around, so I toyed around with the idea of sun fade, so I, uh, I took him out in the ocean, um, then left him in the sand for a few days, then put him in the grass for a few days, and I left him out there for about two weeks, some teas and some eggs. but it's, it's not that, you can't really fake that sun fade, you really... They really got to be sitting you, in it's the sun. That you
0: can't expedite. And probably years and years of. Imagine those guys being out in the sun for years and years. And then you know, some folks be putting like the sea salt in the water. Or right, like you know, you know the tricks where like you like, where you make teas thin, you know, that the vinegar with the oh I see that all the time. People are
1: and, taking their urban outfitter shirts, soaking them in salt, and water, vinegar. Thin. It's like, make oh your vintage my. tea like, look I'm, old. It's like I, you know it's, buy a vintage tea. I'm, I'm
0: kind of ready for the I'm kinda <laughs> at this point, I'm kind of ready for what's next. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I just you know, god it just gets just gets old, man. Some stuff just gets old, dude. Like and it's like it gets re- repetitive, and it's like, oh. All right, we get it. Yeah, I mean, I've seen... I get it, I get it.
1: Urban Outfitters, I think they're... I thought I saw it the other day. They're selling like actual vintage shirts now i don't know where they're like getting Wait, what i had not seen, like the bootleg reprint like they were selling real vintage tees like some trash ones for like 75 bones i said where'd you guys even get these like <laughs> they found these you at get, the goodwill this isn't your outlet like leave it to the people because i think that these brands or these no i don't want to see these, these companies no are struggling like because people are coming to i think sustainability is definitely the are dogging them important. like the fila
0: chunksters
1: no but offense people sh- still be wearing no them. Offense
0: to the shorties sure where the feel Fila chunksters. I feel no offense, I don't feel you. I'm as a matter of fact, all offense. I don't feel you. Don't wear that junk. Fila, if you're listening, stop making shoes. Fila, Your quality's trash. Fila, we got New balance, stop. call me. New balance, call me though. I gotta I'm trying to I'm trying to revamp a nine nine two or nine nine three. Get me on the phone. What's the nine nine three? I got, John, some ID, I got on some the way. specials. Um in uh junior give me a call we'll do some cool like you know mess around with some cdg or something but um i guess speaking into the, the 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 happy jack vintage i guess we'll shift gears a little bit and the garments that you sell and, and you produce and and you like how you upcycle them and each garment is basically a one-of-one one. it's mm-hmm. Um, you can kind of see it as an art form and as an art piece. Yeah. And you have that one Happy Jack piece that this Joe Schmo doesn't have or that girl doesn't have. So Yeah, that's what I really They're like. all one-off.
1: There's no two of the same. And that's what I would always try to express to people. And people, a lot of times, wouldn't really understand. Um, people would always be like, can you just make another one? Can I have a red one? Or can I have the one that they got? And oh, so like, they want requests. And it just doesn't really work like that. But that's what I love about it because, like, I – I have, I've kept track of where every happy Jack piece that I've sold went. So I know, I know who has them. I know where they are. I know how much went into it, how much came out of it. Um, and I think that's cool.
0: Where did the name originate from?
1: So the name happy Jack, um, obviously my name being Jack, that's where the Jack came from. Uh, so ever since I was younger, people would always be like, Oh Jack, like you're always smiling. You're always so happy. I never see you not smiling. Um, and my mom would always call me happy Jack when I was younger. Uh, and then one day I was like just toying with some names and I was like, Oh, I could, I kind of dig that. Like, I think that has a nice fit. I think it describes me what I'm trying to sell. I think it meshes well. Um, and I've just been running with it ever since catchy it's quick it's a good name
0: um so you have a website right i have a website yeah it's And an instagram cr- that folks can follow yeah. Cop pieces check out what's in stock or what's not yeah
1: so i've kind of um i've kind of been toying i had a website for my vintage um and the vintage website's closed right now, but I've been posting a lot of stuff on Instagram. Happy Jack Vintage, Happy Jack Vtg. And a lot of the client, um, you
0: know, local uh, Detroit natives. Detroit yeah, folks, a lot which of is local cool. a lot people. Of, um, your fan base, you know, locally.
1: Yeah, I was folks, slinging friends, out. You know, and stuff. I was slinging out of a local sneaker store called Bob's Classic Kicks for the past year or so. Um, so I definitely drew in a lot of local people, and it was cool. Like, I don't really like selling pieces online as much because i like like to see where those pieces are going i like to see how it fits on that person because obviously selling vintage it's tends to be hard to sell sometimes like online because people don't know how it's gonna fit like measurements maybe there's a small blah. hole i'm like, returning all, and all that yeah um and maybe. just like seeing people's faces like when they like i just know that like when selling vintage, I love, I, I like to sell what I like. So I can always, like, honestly say if you're buying something, like, that's such a radical shirt. Like, I love that so much and say it with such confidence and ease because that's truly how I feel. And then, like, um,
0: like you say you do a lot of, like, there'll be like a lot of clothing pop up events. I guess back in the day, it used to be more of the sneaker pop up events. And now it's honestly it's clothing. vintage just, everywhere. Yeah. Literally just vintage pop up events. And I've seen a bunch throughout like the most recent one or two three years and then prior like three years and before was there wasn't really clothes it was just shoes you know what i'm saying like jordans and nikes and stuff but now it's like even in la and stuff like you'll see so many like vintage pop-ups people want to throw new york like all vintage shops and this and that so now it's like um there ain't like it's just basically art vintage pop-up racks and racks and racks tables and this and that and those events are cool. Looking through people's racks and seeing their grails like set aside. Yeah,
1: I love to see that too, and I'm really happy that that is happening. Cause like, although it like is so much people selling it and so much people doing it, there's always just like endless pieces, and every day you'll see a new piece you haven't seen before, and that's so cool to me that there's always new stuff popping up or like a grail that you've been looking out for for a while will pop up, and you just never know just where you're going to find it. Through the racks, it.
0: like super speed. I know we all thrift and we all like we're all quick with it and we know what to look for. And like it's just fun, just zooming through. You just hit the corner of the. You just t- hit it, corner. Look tell. at the tag. You don't even need to see the shirt. You just see the stitching. That's the a sleeve. single stitch. Oh! Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously, like experienced folks like us, we can look at that and go, pop, 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 real quick. And like when you're at the, when, versus you're at the thrift, you know, it's obviously majority junk. But when you're at the um event, and you pop through it real quick. Awesome. All right. Bam, 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 bam. Nice. Good stuff. Good threads. Good threads. Good threads. Um. Speaking of threads, you know, what are your like some of like the banger, heavy hitter pieces that you've you've came across and you've owned in the past, like some vintage bangers? Um
1: some bangers, heavy hitter heats. It kind of depends. I guess uh I never really like was crazy about the term banger in the vintage community to be frank, um cuz I think everyone obviously has their own bangers. For a minute, and I guess still kind of... I guess speaking value-wise, yeah. I know
0: everybody's in that, like, my banger might be something that you're like, what? what the hell, you know, it's whatever.
1: I'll just probably touch on, like, personal value. Like, I was, and, like, so into, like, the movie tees, obviously, like, the Pulp Fictions, the Clockworks, all the Tarantino movies, like, all, like, the 2000 movies, the Finding Nemo's, um that type of stuff a lot of that stuff is
0: just super appreciated the Toy Mi- Story you see the Michael My like a Michael Myers Halloween tee yeah like those go crazy 400 like it starts getting in the ballpark like old Call of Duty shirts for like a buck 20 yeah you gotta stock um, those away like that that yeah it's seeing like some of these what people like Disney stuff is like you won't catch me in a Disney tee but like I see some of that astronomic like look at a 70s Disney like Mickey Mouse full graphic like you're looking a chicken dude that's what I'm um, saying. And I was so like Everybody's just, got their own niche market. Yeah. That's the thing with vintage, you know. I like my like World War II era, 1940s, 50s, Rockabilly stuff, surplus. And then, you know, you'd be like something else vintage. But at the same time, we're still in the same field of it's vintage, you know, but there's so many different subcategories in vintage, which is kind of like that is just what's so cool. Cause Joe jo Shirley Temple over there, she can be into her nineties Disney. I can be in my sixties rockabilly. Yeah. And so, but we're s- both in vintage. You know what I'm saying? So it's cool.
1: That's like so cool. Yeah. Recently, I've just been really looking for some some pants. Like good pants are so important. Denim. Denim. Or pantalones, like trousers. Tr- I haven't got into like the trousers yet, like the slacks. But like slacks. some You're good like a de- pleated. Yeah. Box. Some good denim. Cargos are always good. I love camouflage. Everything camouflage. Always pick up camouflage at the thrift, no matter what it is. Um, I mean, timeless. Timeless. There's so many different camouflages. I always find new ones. They're just so great. Um,
0: Until you run across that tiger camo Vietnam era <laughs> short that's worth three thousand. Nah, no, I'm just playing.
1: <laughs> that's a once in a. It's a blue moon. Someone's grandpa got shot in this in this vest that I'm. Gramps wearing, made it out. No. around. Gramps made it out
0: my granny made it out granny made it out
1: i also really like um just like random shirts that just have like random phrases i just think they're cool like 2000s like random word like anything like just like black shirt white writing it could say like i'm dumb or like i'm i don't know it could say anything but it says something i so love
0: weird um my super like let's say like 50s 60s university crew necks and hoodies that go for astronomical amounts i love that stuff dude um like i've seen like old just recently i was looking at like old champion like yale um with the old old champion tag. Stuff goes. this is champion rochester new york super old super faded like almost like sun faded like the graphics like kind of cracking but it's like
1: so dope like you know someone wore that in gym class or yeah something. Exactly. they were playing like, kickball like, like, in there wore, like
0: physical ed 1979 Phys ed stuff, um brock raps university middle school i got an old champ i wish i it was like a, it's like a size children's small it's it's from 79 It's a, it's got a horse on it when like You know, when you sign, everybody signs your t-shirt in like fifth grade and like everybody's names on there in like the year you graduate, it's like one of those like old champion tag, but it just doesn't, doesn't fit me, but I think it's so cool. So I just like look at it, but that school stuff is, it's like probably one of, one of my favorites. That's probably second place behind like the, the world wars kind of era stuff.
1: Yeah. And the cool stuff about like, so say you have a shirt doesn't fit you, right? Um, you're definitely still going to keep that shirt, and you can also like use it as like decor or because like, it's a piece of art, realistically. Yeah, because, bro, there's probably not another one of them out there. There's you not. know what I'm saying? I don't know if you ever saw that that Yale basketball Nike shirt that I had sold to Brie. I did, man. I, I think I asked you about it, and That's I a asked good her about one. it, and I
0: was like, I want that shirt. Shout out Brie and Joel. And then you said it's a crop top, and I said, I don't give a crap. I still want to wear it. That thing is butter. I think butter. she still has it, and I've seen her wear it a bunch of times, and I was like, damn it, I still want it. But damn, what was that Nike Harvard? I, I eBayed that shirt so much when it was you like had it. Seventies. That was that one Nike, Nike
1: Yale. It had like the little dog and a yeah. basketball. It was super thin. It was like cut faded. weird. Yeah,
0: and i like oh. I said, bro. I love the I love the school stuff. And I, yeah, that's a good. I almost forgot about that for a minute, but I might have to eBay it when I get home and see if I can find it. Bree, if you're selling it, hit him up. Bree, just Kevin. text me. Just send. It. Just give it to me, Bree. Don't sell it. Just give it to me, please. <laughs> Uh, she might still have, it. I don't know. eBay notifications, man. Non-stop. I'll be on all the platforms. I'll be on Depop. Depop. I'll I'll be, you know, you know, deep, bro, the, Depop, bro. Depop, Mercari, I gotta, I gotta say this real quick. No offense to the Depop girls. It's dope. But ladies, if you're selling your garments for $3, you're not making any money. Don't sell your used bras for $4. Like, like price it up a little bit, you know, have some value. I know it kills Put, the market. Don't, don't don't price your champion crewnecks for fourteen ninety nine free shipping. You're losing money, and then I get them in the mail, and, and they put like three hundred pounds of wrapping paper and write me a huge like note some, that they says, leave "Hey, some John, candy. thanks for your purchase. You know, you're the awesome. You know, stay safe. You know, COVID. Hashtag COVID. Hashtag. They got, they got
1: entrepreneur in their bio.
0: Yeah. Oh man. But you no, know, lady. No, best tip I should say. You know, just just when I've <laughs> the, the way my philosophy works on selling clothes online is listen. In your brain, think about what you would pay for the garment and then price it double that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you think, hey, this shirt's worth 50 bucks. I, I'll pay 50 bucks for it. Price it for 100. You know what I'm saying? That's just how life
1: works. That's so the best ladies, part. So ladies, that's a
0: good entrepreneur tip for you. That's the best part about double selling everything. online
1: that I like. Like, I'll always do better selling stuff online, like just listing it on platforms because you can list it forever how much you want because if it's a piece that there's not another one online, someone you don't know what someone is willing to pay so you can price it for however much you can maybe might get lower offers and you can take that offer but maybe someone but will always buy price shirt higher for make the market you yeah, don't want to be that
0: don't be that guy who undercuts the market uh, you know i know i know we're, we're sitting here talking about oh you know this and that but folks we gotta make we gotta we gotta eat we gotta make some money no, you know gotta what I'm eat. So at the same time this is a business you know what i'm saying so um i keep business and leisure separate so if we're talking business i'm talking strictly business you know what i'm saying i gotta eat i gotta make my chicken wings so, um, at the same time, you know, we love our garments, but at the same time we need to make the profits to buy, to splurge on more garments. You know what I'm saying? Sell the garments, buy the garments.
1: Yeah, Everyone because knows. Listen, I'll
0: pay fair market value. That's cool. If I really want it, I'll, I'm, will, I'm willing to cough up the chicken. You know, if I really want something, I'm, I'll take the extra couple cents out the pocket, you know, I'll, I'll bite the bullet and I'll pay for it. You know, it just, it is what it is. And, um, yeah. And the moral of the story is, yeah, price your garments, folks.
1: <laughs> price them high, well, no, don't price them high. Price them how you feel. Someone is willing hey, to pay. Uh,
0: if folks want to take my fifty percent roll, I mean, feel free. But, um, it's whatever. You know, whatever your folks are into. What? Let's see. What do, I mean, I let's see. Kind of what? What? What cops? I've I've been I've been. Yeah. What getting, you been buying Come across. Let me check. Let me um, so, a majority. So I follow a lot of guys. In over in Japan, <clears throat> over in Japan, and Japan get the term Japan gets thrown around a lot. You know, Japanese denim, Japanese vintage, blah blah blah, this and that. But those guys really go hard, and they're they really got the threads. they got they had they had they got the threads when threads the the word threads wasn't even existing, bro. They were getting vintage in the they were buying vintage in the '70s in the 1970s they were buying vintage. What was vintage in the 1970s? They're buying 1920s, bro. So listen here, bro. Pay homage to the OGs, because bro, they're in the 1970s. They're buying vintage. That's 1920s, 1930s, World War One era. This is Great Depression era. They're buying garments from the first pandemic in 19 what 08 or something. 1920, whatever the year they're was. They're buying the plague mask. They're buying the plague mask, dead stock, sealed. Um, just going crazy. So I follow a lot of those pages and. From those pages, I find a lot of brands that, um, Japanese brands that are very rare in the U.S. that most manufacturers or most stores don't carry. Um, and if they do, it's either in the city of Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York, you know, just your kind of hipster towns. Yeah, and they be, that are they that be having stuff. the... They be having the stuff out stuff there. I in New York and San Fran and L.A., it's like some crazy, some crazy gear. But um, I just, but when they get the gear, they upcharge it. It's always an
1: expensive trip.
0: It's expensive. So this shirt, I got this one. They, you know, some brands in the U.S. carry it for like 120, 140, 100, even 60s. Something depends on how high you want to go. In Europe, they charge it 180 euros for this shirt. I buy it straight from the actual retailer in Japan. 89,000 yen, which is like 89 bucks. You know what I'm saying? So shipping, I get though, it, the shipping. The shipping. Yeah, okay, the <laughs> shipping. But listen to this, bro. You spend over a certain amount you get free shipping like th- th- 300,000 yen or th- or 30,000 yen, 300 bucks or something. Get free shipping, but you know, sometimes you got to bite the bullet. You got to pay the $35 DHL Express. You guys getting this info, folks? You, you know, you got to <laughs> I I hope they don't run off with it. I'll, <laughs> no, I'm just playing, but I you know, I'll pay the I'll pay the 35 the three thousand yen, three hundred thirty dollars, whatever for shipping. But guess what? I get in like two days. DHL Express so fast, bro. FedEx International Priority so fast.
1: FedEx and USPS have been slacking around here. Bro, I feel I feel bad because you know they've been working the whole time and it's been snowy. But I had overnighted a package the other day, guaranteed no. to be overnight. I had to pay one fifty, and it's sick still, of it still it sick. still hasn't got there. Um, You're done. And they they can't do anything. No, no refund. Handball, no credit. Bro. So I just got to eat it, which sucks, but Bro, it's, you live and you learn. It's, it's, it is it's what it is, man. It's in The USPS, they,
0: they're they kind of back on their shit a little bit. But they was really slacking a couple months ago. They was really, I uh, was getting heated. I'll tell you, my friend, I was I uh, was getting heated. I had garments coming in. I'm, not, I'm nowhere to be found. Tracking, don't work. There's this one meme with Drake, looking like hugging his man, crying. He's like, if you're looking at the tracking number,
1: don't look. It's in God's hands now.
0: You're not getting that garment, but well, what
1: blows my mind is that'll happen and this man Jeff Bezos is getting me my, my face wash the next morning. The, I don't know Bro, those <laughs> he's getting in an hour. Do
0: you realize that there's more Amazon prime trucks out right now that I see than any other carrier that combined? You combine FedEx, UPS, and USPS trucks. I still see more Amazon trucks than all those folks. They're out they're there. They're everywhere, bro. In the it, bro, I see them out in the rural areas, in the middle of Timbuktu, going 100 miles an hour, zooming. Those guys are swift, man. I'll tell you.
1: Oh, quick, because there's so many of them. So
0: many, and you know, they, bro. All their they're. they're it's crazy, bro. Like they—they were—I think they were buying out the UPS trucks, putting the Amazon putting the Amazon logo. On. I believe it. Taping the logo on there and just running up the streets. I swear, bro. They're quick. And they're, bro, they hop in the car, they throw that boy in, drive, and they zoom off, 40 miles an hour down my sub. I'm over here yelling at him. slow they're down. Flying, they're I got flying. gran i got granny next door. She throwing her fists up at the Amazon guy because he's driving like 40 on a 25. Oh man, it's it's ridiculous, bro. At this point. um... Amazon, I mean, I mean, uh, Bitcoin,
1: so, um, send me some GameStop shares. I mean, you know, Can't say I'm into the stocks yet, no, no, but no. I see, I see like clothing and okay. stocks in a way. Cause like you're investing money in clothes that, you know, you're going to turn around, but the stocks is just, yeah, cause it's static. no way
0: there's no way that tea from the eighties is going to be worth $0 the next day you like, it's not like they're going to make more of it. It's like a commodity. You know, there's only so much gold out there. You can't freaking make gold. Mm-hmm. It's a precious metal. So these garments are <clears throat> rare. the hypes and then the more days go on the more scarce it becomes I'll tell you that right now dude and you know but at the end of the day as the days go on more people donate and throw stuff away people are donating so people are
1: donating everyday it's a double edged sword
0: there because as the days go on it does get more scarce but as the days go on there's also more stuff being thrown into the market for peanuts, you know what I'm saying? There's could be a guy out there in his basement. it has got dead stock Levi's. Oh, it's 40s. out there. It's out it's there. Out for there. Sure. I, I'm not saying it's an abundance, Jack. It's not in an abundance, but I'm telling you, it's out there. There's somebody's great grandpa's out there sitting basement, sitting on a pile of six dead stock Levi's from the '40s, World War II era. They're worth 10 to 15, 20 thousand each. And he's got five of them stacked up in a bag. He don't even know they're there. You know what I'm saying? That's what's kind of crazy. Um, but listen to this story though. There's a guy out there, the king of vintage. They call him. His name's Larry. Larry, if you're listening, contact me. I'd like Where's to Where's Larry take at? Larry, we don't know where Larry's at. Larry is a. Uh, he's just his nickname is uh, Larry, the king of vintage. You know, he's this guy's got books on vintage. Like he's like the real OG. He was doing. He was pulling up to the Rose Bowl in the 80s or 90s. Like when Rose Bowl was starting out, racks of pandemic-era, let we'll say pandemic-era clothing, like 20s, 30s, 40s, bangers. And I remember this one story he was telling me he was on a road trip with his wife in, in California, and he drove past a military surplus store. And back in the day, they used to carry Levi jackets. Um, this was like workwear, you know? Back in the, like, 30s, 1937 when Levi kind of – or 36, 37 when they patented the type 1 blouse jacket. So fast forward a little bit. He pulls up. He's looking in the window. He sees nobody in there. He starts banging on the door. Nobody's there. I guess he ends up trying – he finds a contact and calls the lady. She's like, yeah, we've been close for, like, 10 years. And he's like, what? I seen, And then, like, all he sees was towels on top of the clothes, and it's, like, just, like, run down, spotter in there. He's like, lady, come here right now and open it up. I will buy everything in the store right now if you come and open it up. She's like, oh, oh crap, all right. She didn't know what was going on. This is like old stuff. Like Levi like priced at $10, you know? She don't know what's going on. So she pulls up um, and she moves the towel. This one um, bench. Stacked up high. Dead stock 501 Double X leather patch. Um, dead stock 40s, 42, 44, like priced at like whatever. He didn't, unfortunately, Larry didn't disclose how much oh, he got it for, but you know, he probably paid like he didn't under pay $30 hard. a pair, of $40, like which is double 40 bucks And if you look at the sticker price in 1940, they were probably priced anywhere from 17 to $18, so he's paying double retail for 40 bucks but they're worth probably like 10 15 thousand each so he's over there like shaking in his boots and he's trying to play it cool on some all right let me not p- expose myself and le- kind of like oh these are worth way more than she don't even know what's going on she pulls up the next table rag type one jackets 1930s same price worth the same value and he just bought out the lot, and I was like, dang, that story is insane. Those are some good. Those yeah, some good. I mean, I, I heard that story. It was in a podcast by this, this one um, vintage guy. I forgot the name. I wish I can quote him. But I heard that story, and I was like, well, wow, that's crazy. But I've been in similar situations um, where I just pull up and see, holy crap. Like, am I really looking at this much heat right now for this price, and I just buy it all? And I think that's like you like that's when you like hit the lottery. It's like that's amazing. But Larry, you're a GOAT, my guy. <laughs> just Google Shout when you Shout out, folks, Larry. when you're at home, just like Google Larry, the vintage king, and read up about him and look at his um videos and he's um he's in touch with a lot of the Japanese guys and he remakes some garments. Using like extreme Japanese quality of like garments from like the 20s, like one-off pieces, and he talks about them. So, I just thought I had to throw that in there. I just thought it was you know interesting. But shout out Larry. To check out Larry. Yeah, no, he's he, I think he's on he's on Instagram. Um. Larry King of Vintage or something. I don't know. I follow. We'll him. We'll
1: to check him out. We'll also mm-hmm. put that in my notes. Yeah, no, it's good stuff. But yeah, those are the best stories. Like you see the rag houses. Uh, I know that we had a bins, a bins, bins here was in Detroit. It's dirty, man. He had to really glow. He had to dirty. really get bundled up. To the- you don't wear your drip to the bins, bro. Gets people bottled. were wearing masks and gloves in the bins last year before With the no, pandemic. Pre- <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would pre- go in Pre-pandemic, really. I would go in there healthy as a bee, walk out feeling like I had coronavirus. Pre-pandemic, I'm talking twenty nineteen. I remember being at the bins. They would bring out clothes with the mildew, and they would have to put them back in the bin. We're picking up roaches. Could be some rusty nails in those pockets. We're digging through the bins. Bro, foul! It, it's, but it's fun. It's fun. You walk out of there, piles. for That's
0: where you catch the real raggedy and the real raggedy carhart and the the raggedy bandtees, bro. That's because they don't. They're not. And the Salvo, you know, they have a little bit of respect for themselves. They're not going to put out the raggedy shirts with holes. But I'm looking. That's what we're, you know, we're looking for. They that. don't. You catch that in the bins. But at the same time, when you in the bins, you got to make a sacrifice. Your health, or the or the vintage or the pink, or the vintage pink, or the threads, or the Nirvana heart-shaped box, <laughs> or you're looking at a $1,200 shirt, or you're looking at you possibly Lung might come cancer. down with COVID number two. <laughs> Pick Your poison, chief. You might come down. I, with think I, might, I think I'll take the Nirvana <laughs> and I'll take the, the SARS Cove number four. <laughs> um, but guess what? I'm, I'm making that one, I'm making that pros. Um,
1: and I think like that newer thrifts have uh, some like have come to realize that like they, they see know all these up. young kids in there, they know what they're picking up. They'll upcharge the Harley shirts, they'll upcharge the Nikes, a name brand. They're charging. They know. Yeah, but, bro, they, they, they one brand they've always been upcharging since day one. You know the
0: brand. Since they've always, before the hype on th- Polo. Polo. They always, bro, they see Polo, they triple the vet va- Bro, I'm looking at a they Polo. They
1: see that embroidered <laughs> horse? They go no. Bro, Nuts. this is
0: before the hype, my guy. I'm talking like I was pulling up in high school at the thrifts down the block in 2014. Didn't know what the hell was going on. Polo, $17 for a stained stripe button down. I said, you guys are crazy. And to this day they still you got it they tax that just bro it's polo at the end Polo's of the day Ralph. the Tommy a, Hill fingers. Yeah but no they bro the polo extra like they just love they tax They just love taxing I mean I feel them though I'm not copping <laughs> unless it's some Someone's crazy Someone's copping it's unless it's crazy Snow Beach NASA, or some wild polo but shit I'm good But I mean Obviously, you know, I'm a big Ralph Lauren fan. He's got a lot of his sub lines of clothing, but no disrespect to Ralph. I'm just saying that, the, you know, that's <laughs> no. not good. I'm not like I'm disrespecting Ralph, folks. You know I love Ralph Lauren. I'm just saying that the thrifts, they upcharge the polo. I mean, it is what it is, and I can sit here and talk about polo all day. Um, I'm just saying that they upcharge the polo. But, I don't know, we'll see, man. I'm... I pop into the th- thrifts here and there. You pop in here and there. I it's, pop in. It's, you just, know, it's, it's, it's saturated. It's, it's hard
1: because you know that it's just always like that thought. Yeah. You start poking through. You don't see anything. You're like, oh, some, I probably just missed someone. But you got to poke through because you never know. Like, Some person might not be looking for the same thing you are. Or some person might not see the same value that you yeah, see so, in a I mean, shirt. It's cool. Like, there could be thrifters in there, but at the same time, it's like they're interested. Like I said, remember that I was talking
0: about the subgenres of vintage. They might not be interested in the stuff that i'm looking for you know and vice
1: versa so because some um, of them are cool. in there to sell stuff some i'm shopping too shopping to sell shopping to wear yeah so but i'm coming out with a bag
0: Mm-hmm. and like sometimes it's like when i pop in i'm not really looking i don't expect to come out with bangers you know it's more of like a nostalgia factor or like i'm in the mood to go ch- look at clothes yeah. you know it's more like the love of me comes out and like i just want to look through the rack just to look through i don't even want to buy anything like i can leave my wallet at home and just go and look you know what i'm saying that's just like the mood i'm in sometimes and i hit a couple not even to on a hunt to find shit more on some i just want to look like i'm
1: in the mood to thrift you know like sometimes you just like get into that mood. going to a mood. go to art museum because you're looking at art but then when you find that you find that piece, you start shaking. You start shaking. You start sweating. Bro, well, you find that piece. You're thinking, should I just leave right now? <laughs> or like, you're scared someone's gonna like rip it you're off turn- your hands. You're turning your heads, Someone's gonna rip it from your hands. Literally,
0: dude. That's funny. But speaking of ripping out of hands, though, um, there's this qu- funny, quick little story, but from Larry. But he, Larry, was saying back in the '80s. This was funny, bro. Speaking of ripping out of hands, he said back when they, you know, when like the thrift ladies roll out the new racks. And, like, everybody's, like, eyeing it from, like, a distance. Or oh, crap, this is fresh meat. They brought it out the back. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So this is some fresh garments. You don't know what's going to be in there. So Larry was on something. He was seeing, like, you got to wait for them to pull out the racks. This was, like, in the 80s or something. And you got to watch your back because someone behind you might spack you in the back of the head and tackle you to the ground and get to that rack. It was feisty in some regions. You know what I'm saying? In L.A., it was getting spicy out there. So Larry was saying that he had to watch his shoulder in case the crazy lady would bash him in the back of the head and run to the rack and steal stuff. But I don't think it's not that deadly now. I mean, no, you're not I mean, getting bashed in the head, but there might be some conflicts. At there's the been
1: some stories of the bins where like I you would get, definitely get some heat there. I would definitely catch some elbows of people like shoving, maybe throwing some ha- little bit of hands. Like, for real? Yeah, I've Damn. seen. I've seen. Um, Fights? Some fights at the thrift, yeah. Two ladies fighting over a shirt. They got kicked out. Um, People steal from the thrifts. I've gotten stuff stolen from me a few times. You turn your head, your cart's empty. Oh, right. No,
0: right out the cart. Right out the cart. That's why you
1: got to put a blanket at the man's because people are always looking because people don't. Some people don't really care. Um, They just don't really have any respect. Like they see that you grabbed uh, good Pistons. Good threads. I'd gotten like four Pistons Bad Boys tees. The championship ones just ripped out of my car and I would ask everyone and I were like, No, Wait, I haven't just seen like anything. Yeah. <clears throat> Jesus Christ, man. Gone with the wind.
0: Savages, bro. At that savage. point, when I'm at the thrift bro for me, I, I don't since I don't really cop that much stuff, I kinda like I, I'm with I'm it's in my hand. If you grabbing it from me, you gotta gra- you gotta snatch it out of my fingertips. Which obviously you gotta be a savage to do that. I'm just gonna be pissed off. I'm not gonna fight you, but i'm a nice guy but i'm gonna say here here what are you doing <laughs> leave me alone you old man um damn they snatched that, that's foul they snatched. Dude. they're they're just How looking pissed off? <laughs> i was
1: not happy it was a sad day at the what bins some hints? <laughs> no i'm not throwing no hands but
0: dang that's kind of crazy i gotta watch my back in that case um no i don't really be at the bins because you know it's they haven't opened back up oh they haven't i don't think they will it's a sad day <laughs> bro i mean with the pandemic missed with the bins you're coming out looking like Spongebob on that one episode where he's sick and goes to the doctor. You're coming out with your eye- his eyeball falls out of his head. You're coming out looking like one of those, bro. I need to oh, a- really
1: because I would have allergies, bro. Pre-pandemic, I was coming out
0: it's with cough. I'd come out with phlegm in my throat, cough out um hairballs. like the cats do. <coughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. Bins, you know, shout out to the bins, though. Shout out to, <laughs> the, <laughs> shout out to the bins. You know who you are. <laughs> you
1: know who you are, you Benzos
0: oh man but kind of in the mood to thrift at this point
1: i know it's just you it's kind of like getting a high off it almost at this
0: point i just sometimes you're just looking like all right maybe i can just google this and go on eBay and just cop it and save me the time a lot of times
1: you got to find the garage sales the estate sales the facebook come-ups or even literally on instagram people or on Depop people don't really know what they have or what they're worth yeah like
0: you'll see like they'll charge 20 for a garment Probably worth 80, you know what I'm saying? Like I've been in a situation where I buy stuff for 40, you know, a 40. People love paying stuff 40 for stuff, you know, is 40, 40, a good one. I'll give you 40. You know, they got it up for 65, I'll give you 40 this. They take it. They just take 40. 40 is a nice price. 20 is a low ball. 60 is a little high. 40 is like it, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's a crew neck or a crazy shirt could be worth a buck 25. You know what I'm saying? So You got to That's up when sometimes. you start getting into the secondary. You know, the the thrift is a lottery.
1: That's where we start getting like more like curating as well, because when you're online you can hand pick what you can. You can hand pick and then
0: you can get, like you said, your you can buy twenty of your your early nineties conversation shirts, I guess, or graphic um, word shirts or like I can go on eBay right now, type in university vintage champion, and I can hand curate, hand pick you want. fifteen. Whatever you're feeling at the time. Yeah, exactly, which is um you know it's dope. Obviously you're gonna pay a little price, but you can still get stuff for good prices. And we'll save the thrift for more like the lottery. You know, you're not going to the thrift thinking, all right, I'm looking for a yield. But if True you're neck,
1: driving by, you'll drop in. I'm going to
0: pop in. You know, if I'm driving past,
1: I'll pop in.
0: But don't get your hopes up. Don't be wishful thinking that you're going to hop in there and come out with, with um, 17 full rainbow color champion scripts. No. You're not, that's not happening, Chief. Reverse um, you always find stuff in the weirdest places at the weirdest times. I'll say that for sure. That's how life works. I found some funky stuff in random places at the thrift, like in stuffed in the woman's, you never know. the woman's scrub section. You'll see a polo, sport, full zip, like just randomly, you know. You just don't know. You don't be sleeping on it, you know. You can check the baby section too. You're Crap. finding that 80s punk ringer mix, mix in with the jerseys. <laughs> Throwing in with the... You'll You'll see the tie-dye tee stuffed into the pair of Air Force Ones stuffed in the corner. Now, nah, bro, <laughs> I've been in situations in where bro, I've stuffed stuff away at the thrift back in the day. Yeah, you know, definitely. You have to. Back in the day when I was a kid, I never have much money in my pocket. So I had to stuff stuff away. So when Thursday I roll around student discount, I'd bring my little high school ID and say, yo, give me the 20, 40% off. I'm not paying that $8 you guys are asking. I'll be back on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I'll stuff it in the corner. I'm going to be back, and then I'll go back and cop it, but, no, man, it's, it's, thrift, you know, it's fun, it's, it's a game, game, it's a game we love, and it's a game that we can talk about all day, um, and I've had a lot of episodes, folks, like, you know, on, on thrift and clothes, and it's something, you know, we're passionate about, and the people that I talk to also love it, and we love, I love the concept of different subgenres, you know, and, but it's, at the end of the day, it's all one big pool uh jack appreciate you coming on buddy any last like things you want to throw in there before we you know close it out here speaking in the terms of Um, whatever
1: thank you john for having me it was a nice chat i'm glad that we got to do this chat um takeaways folks uh, i mean we gave
0: you a lot of knowledge and you know some hints
1: and takeaways don't you guys stop shopping at zara H and M, Forever 21, ASOS. Be kind to all your peers. Shop at shop at the thrift. Buy secondhand. Um, sustainability is cool. Be kind to people. Um, be happy. Cheers. Cheers. All right, folks. Deuces. Peace.